0: Welcome, everybody, to The Outside Edge, a podcast for extreme athletes, from extreme athletes, and everybody in between. I'm your host, Dave Briscoe. Joined by my ever-creative producer, Mikey Lee. Hello, everyone. Oh,
1: wait a minute. What's going on here?
0: Oh, hi. Hi. There it is. There it is. <laughs> He's Back.
1: so excited today. So excited! I forgot to bring up my own microphone. <laughs> It'll happen. It no, I, I'm just exhausted, man. I, uh, yeah. I, you know, I did my normal morning show. Right. And I talked to you on the way home. Right. You're like, hey, are we in the podcast? Today? I know you, you give know. me ideas sometimes at like five thirty in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> but I, 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 was, and when I talked to you, I don't know if you remember, but I said I, I yawned and I said I think I'm gonna go home and take a nap because you were like, let's get right. together around two or three or whatever. Right. Right. And um, and that didn't happen. You never got your nap? No. I've been sitting in front of this damn computer ever since I got home at 11 a.m. You want me to rub your feet while you... Yes, while I sleep? Yeah. <laughs> and can Chad rub my back? <laughs> is he here? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Chad. is yeah. in Chad. the studio. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. Chad Briscoe, ladies and gentlemen. What's up, guys?
2: How are you? Coming off a phenomenal birthday weekend. What a weekend! Oh,
0: dude! Oh, what a weekend!
2: How uh, how are uh, your friends that got a little bit too? Uh, you too... know, they survived. That's they cool. had a little bit of a rough night for the first time, but yeah, we all have those. <laughs> got to get through it. Yeah, you you got to get, get through yep.
0: it. You got to get at least one under your belt, right? For sure. Yeah. So, so just so everybody doesn't freak out, we did have the right number of people to yep. not it overload. Was less than our, ten people. Less yep. than ten people. And uh, Chad turned twenty-four on the twenty-sixth. <laughs> Uh, so we actually did the celebration on Saturday. He wanted to do a disc day. He wanted to have a, a yeah. day on the water
1: disking. Have a few friends over to go on the disc. Yeah. So, so
2: we actually broke another disc record. We put three people skiing on the disc at the same time. Wow.
1: Another disc record. So, big deal. Man, you guys are like really like uh, knocking them out. The disc. Captured absolutely none of it on video.
0: So, oh, come so we have on, no, man. I know. It's pathetic. We have no evidence. But it was pretty cool. So what we did is one rope, one disc, three people. So, uh, Chad, you have to break into on how the hell you guys even got up and how you pulled that, it off. That was a challenge.
2: It's, for, this disc is probably three foot by three foot perfect circle. Right. So we had uh, two guys laying down on it like a tube, and we were both hanging on to the handle. Mm-hmm. And the girl was kind of like a pyramid. She had one knee on both of our backs to get up. Oh, so now okay. so the boat starts going. So we're just dragging on it like a tube on our stomachs. Yeah. She's, yeah. She stands up. She's kneeboarding on right, your back. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, so she gets up and then uh, I work my way up. But we both got to be hanging on to the handle. Yeah. If one of us lets go to the handle, it's going to be too over. much weight and we're out the front. Yeah. So we, I work my way up and uh, it takes him probably a good minute, real minute, two minutes. I think it was a length of the lake. Yeah, length yeah. of the lake for yeah. him to get up. Oh, wow. And we, we've we tried it about 10 times, and we finally did it this weekend. So so
1: so were all three of you standing on the disc? Yeah, or were you still with in one the... rope, with one yeah. hand. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, we
2: all climbed up from our stomachs. But you didn't. It took the whole length of the lake. The to... way
1: I pictured it, though, it sounded like you did, like, a pyramid-type scheme. No. But that's just how you started. That's just it? how we yeah, started, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: There's really no way for her to climb up to the top through a pyramid, because she doesn't have a rope to keep pulling her down the lake, uh, or whoever's going to go to the top, but... It was, it was pretty impressive. I mean, they wow. three, and by the time they, when the third one stood, I had to turn. So on the turn, you know, the disc was on the inside because they couldn't edge. Yeah, they couldn't, they couldn't figure yeah, I was gonna out how say, to how back are you back Yeah, because
1: somebody's going to have to like, di- how do you make yourself heavier so your side digs in? Right, exactly. Yeah,
0: exactly. So they pulled it off and it was, it, it, you know, more disking fun, <laughs> you know, and behind a pontoon. 50 horse Merck motor on it, which you know the thing does max maybe 20 miles an hour. Of course, we had you know the rest of the people of the group. Yeah, we probably were, had another seven people in the boat. Oh my gosh! Yeah, so uh, but it was it was a fun, it was a fun weekend. And we did we had the corn out, of course, and we had all the outdoor. Oh, and, well, Mike, you brought the the funniest gift. Which one? The, your Wicked... Uh, oh, everything wick-
1: was Wicked Big. Wicked Big. Yeah. Apparently, that's a brand name. And it, you can buy outdoor games called Wicked Big. And it's like Wicked Big Beer Pong and Wicked Big Frisbee. Yeah. And uh, what was the other w- wicked, you had a big wicked Big Football? Big football. We had a football. The Water yeah. Balloon War. You had the yeah. uh, Beer Pong. Oh, yeah. Wicked Big Beer Pong. Yeah, the Wicked Big Beer Pong, which came with Wicked Big Quarters, so you could play quarters as well. Did you guys ever even play quarters Oh, that's quarters what those it? were. Those yeah. were plastic those quarters. Those giant plastic <laughs> quarters. Yeah. Yeah. Wicked Big Quarters. Yeah. Yeah. Wicked big quarters. Yeah. Uh,
0: it was a lot it of fun. was funny until Layla popped the wicked big soccer ball. Yeah. What a wow.
1: Yeah. And you know, I was actually disappointed in that one. And how about the
0: stray dog story? Should we tell the stray dog story? Oh yeah. A sure. A little, uh, little dog fight to start off the day. Get uh, the blood flowing. So <laughs> Chad had a new friend show up. It's a new, uh, it's a girlfriend of one of his friends, girlfriends,
1: I guess that's the best way to explain it. I don't even know what that means. uh, I'm thoroughly confused now. Yeah, it's his buddy's girlfriend's girlfriend.
0: Okay, gotcha. And she was new to the scene, so she showed up. Tara is her name. And uh, she pulled up in her car in front of the house, and she's sitting there in the car. And I'm like, what is she doing out there? Apparently, she opened her door, and a pit bull jumped in. Oh, my God. Like a pretty good size 80-pound, 90-pound pit bull, wagging his tail, happy as can be. And so we went out there and the thing doesn't have a collar, didn't have anything. So we we took the dog in the house and we tried to call, uh, what, do, what do you call it? On we the put booklet? it on
2: Facebook, yeah. we,
0: the, just the lost pets on Facebook. Sure. Just trying to spread it everywhere. So, and the dog came in and got along great with my dog, Layla, which I have a pit bull as well. And they're, they're having a ball. They're playing in the backyard. Everything's yeah. good. Well, then Chad's other buddy shows up Tyler with his, uh, his dog which is a german shepherd mix of maybe
1: a lab black lab german black, shepherd but it's,
0: it's, it's
2: probably like 80% german shepherd yeah. with just black fur
1: i think that it's uh half uh half german shepherd half lab and half asshole's what that dog is yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. she's an instigator <laughs> oh my she
0: god is, she is uh, she is a definitely instigator and has for years she likes to pick fights but doesn't have anything to back it up with <laughs> right well she picked the fight with a Stray pit bull, an eighty-pound stray pit oh bull. Oh my god! And he locked onto her, and he was defending himself. It wasn't. He wasn't a. Everybody gets pit bulls a bad rap. This this dog was cornered. He defended himself. And he bit the he bit onto to Ava.
1: Well, they, in and, the in the end, once you got him off, yeah. Then and that was a struggle. I understand. Yeah. Uh, but uh, once you got him off, they were both fine. They were just dogs that got into a little scuffle. A little scuffle.
0: Yeah. A little,
1: a little bit of bloodshed. Not that. Too
0: <laughs> it took, <laughs> it, a took,
2: took yeah, it took little bit. Yeah. It took three of us just hammer fisting this dog <laughs> to make him let it go. Oh
1: God. <laughs> Uh, so, well, uh, if you yeah, like welcome. To, <laughs> yeah, if you want to send your complaints to the uh, PETA, um, everybody's fine. Just, Nobody yeah. got hurt. <laughs> let, let them know. I just wanted to be known that Chad was the one that said hammer fisting. Uh, <laughs> oh my God, Matt
0: Matt Connolly's calling. Should we plug him in and answer on the live podcast? Yeah, yeah why not? Yeah, let's yeah. do it. Let's do it. Go. Oh, hurry up before I lose oh, him.
1: Gotta
0: go. Do it. Hold hold on one second. Hold please. Hi, Matty, are you there? Fuck off. Oh, you called in the middle of the podcast. Look at you. You're, you're live. Sorry.
2: No, it's perfect.
3: You're live. I'll on. never call you. I'll never call you again. Is, is this it? <laughs> you're never going <really> to call? <laughs> you called right in this, the middle of the podcast. This is it. This is fuck it. off and goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, is that the way it rolls?
3: Come oh, on. you know how it rolls. One what? day's one thing, another day's another. Yeah. Who do you who you got hanging out with you?
0: Uh, Chad. Say hi to Chad. He can hear you.
3: Hey, Chad. How's it going? Good. How are you? Uh good. I think you were picking your nose last time I saw you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably.
0: While we were changing oh, his diaper.
3: I'm sorry. That was my daughter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. She was. I think I taught her. How yeah. To pick you should.
3: You should. You should call her someday and shock her and uh, get the booger story.
0: You know? That yeah, that that yeah, that's on video somewhere. But the the butter, I know yeah. just
3: in these in these COVID times, people will just be aghast. <laughs> How's the
0: fishing industry doing with this whole thing? Is it must be a nightmare? We're going to be
3: good, man. Actually, uh, um, pink salmon prices have been down, and now they're going to be up because uh, everybody bought it out, canned pink salmon and all proteins like that. Right. So it'll get better. We we're actually a recession industry. And uh, we we did really well in two thousand seven, two thousand eight, stuff like that. And uh, it's going to bounce back. There's not going to be the resource um, this year, but there will be next year. Yeah, right. the odd years are really really good in Alaska.
1: Are you are you publicly traded?
3: Um, you know, Silver Bay is still privately held and owned by the fishermen, but Trident Seafoods is. I don't. Right. Uh, I I work with them sometimes, but. The company I'm hanging with most of the time these days, um, is, uh, Silver Bay and it's fisherman owned.
1: Wow! Oh, well.
3: Yeah. Dumb. Yeah. We don't like privately. Yeah. So what do you, do yeah, you we think we're going to gonna pull
0: private. away from China finally and do start doing our own thing because of this? I hope so.
3: Uh, you know, you can all hope in some ways we just want an even playing field. And if there's one thing I ask of Trump, that's it. Yeah. If you can even that playing field. Um, that would be awesome. Don't you think I, that I was kind of his
0: call from the beginning? I mean, from the very beginning, he's that was kind right, of the right. talk.
3: but we were we but we're still all feeling the pain. We got like a forty percent tariff on everything trying to sell it to China now. So it's it's gone the wrong. The backlash. Way. They well,
0: backlashed on it. Yeah, so, yeah, And
3: then of course you go through this and go, Okay, are we gonna work together or is it gonna be back to the same old stuff? So You've dealt with that for years Euro. though,
0: haven't you? Like, like haven't you Way before Trump even came in, you've dealt with a lot of the China uh, non-fair play, I guess you'd call it.
3: Oh, in every industry I've ever worked in.
0: Right? Yeah, all the way back to water ski. uh, Oh, yeah. So, like, what have you seen over the years? Like, how have they been ripping us off the most?
3: Well, I mean, besides copying everything that we send over there to have them make and and bringing it back in. (sighs) Yeah, that, that's pretty direct. Um, you know, basically we take our ability to manufacture things away when we all go to China to say, okay, everybody in the water ski industry has to compete with this, uh, $2 part where we can only build it for three or four and then everybody does it. And then that industry is gone. Yeah. It's gone. It, it's not there anymore. So how do you compete with that?
0: Right. So and we could have been putting these tariffs on years ago, but it, but it never happened. I mean, everything was just coming in for free.
3: Uh, um. Yeah, you know, I think it's gone backwards the last fifteen years, probably really backwards on the tariffs. I don't even understand it all, right? Um. But in in our industry, it's it's very unfair. But we do rely on that it's a huge consumer base. I mean, I, I listened to some of your stuff about with Overby.
0: Yeah. That's what I was going to ask no. you. If, yeah. And he's illuminating.
3: A lot of time. Yeah. I had no, I had no idea that it was quite like that, but, uh, because I don't, I, I see so many Chinese people over here that are living, um, a free life. Right. You no, know, they're not, they're not socialists.
0: Sure. Well, that's because mm. that's, they get out of there. It's like the same and reason, well, same so, reason Mexico. So there never... is an
3: avenue. There is an avenue to getting out of there. Um, and it, it was just, yeah, I, 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 uh, there could be a lot more fair playing field because we do want to sell stuff in there. Really? It's, it's, it's in our best interest. Sure. Um, there's, there's going to be a lot more of them. Well, as soon as they took that one child per family off, world war three was over. Yeah. Over. Yeah. They already won. Is it 10 years away? Probably about that. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah. But so you, we want to be selling our stuff to them. And everybody
0: forgets that two weeks before this coronavirus, or actually, really a month before it broke out, they were rioting in the streets because the people are, you know, they're overworked. They're fifteen hours a day, making three bucks a day, and they're they're starting to rebel. Same same way we did in the twenties, you know, when uh, with Carnegie, and, and that's what that's how we got Mark fired up and and talking about it. But it's an, you know, it's an industrial revolution, and exactly. it's cyclical. You know, here we go again. So, so what else is going on, Maddie? When are you going back out on the water?
3: Onto the water somewhere about the middle of June. We have to uh, do a quarantine, self quarantine, more or less. I can make it a a week long trip from Seattle, and then just kind of stay on the boat with the same people while we're there for a week, and we'll be quarantined. So that's how most fishing boats will be doing it.
0: Oh, so um, they, okay, so everybody gets on the boat to make sure that nobody's got it. Yeah,
3: you You know, if you're going to work in the plants and stuff up there, that's going to be dicier because they're bunkhouses and naturally there's, uh, you know, issues there. So processing the fish is still, it's going to be difficult. It's going to be difficult. Right. You think it's um, going to
0: carry that long? I mean, into June?
3: Well, you know, they'll run these, they'll keep everybody there, you know, you get there and they do your temperatures and they do all these things, test you, and then you're there, you won't be allowed to go into town, hit the bars, none of that stuff will happen.
1: Right. Well, I can um, tell you, just here locally, it's definitely going to last into June. Unfortunately, it's going to it's gonna last into June. I think the, um, they're going to do this phase plan, and even whenever they do start opening things back up, uh, they're going to do 25% capacity, and then they're going to do 50% capacity, and then they might finally jump to uh, overall, everything's back to normal. But it's going to take a month to do that, because I think each phase, they're planning on it lasting each phase two weeks. Uh, so, yeah. Eh. We're all screwed. Oh, that's a, way
3: more, that's a way more organized plan um, than I've heard on this end. Of course, we have Jay Inslee. Uh, and you know what? We got golf back yesterday. So it, we can't play yet. But May 5th, we get to play golf.
0: Oh, really? Hey, all right.
3: Twosomes. You only play in the twosome.
0: Oh, that, like, doesn't, what? that doesn't sound too bad to me, actually. Yeah, no, yeah. Oh,
3: really? Come on, man. We can all space, stay six feet away and golf with four people. It's ridiculous.
0: That is true. I mean, if everybody had the, just give everybody their own cart, they could do it. You right?
3: got to trust us a little bit. Now I've been out at all the uh, really cool trails and stuff, living it up right now because there's nobody really out there. Yeah. You know, you pass somebody on the trail, you kind of walk away from each other a little bit, wave your hand. Right. Um, and and it's, it's all good. So uh, you know it, it'll be interesting. We we're, we're taking the reins off on May fifth. The state parks, boating ramps, fishing seasons, hunting seasons—all that's going to kind of open up first. Right. And uh,
0: yeah. So Washington, and- I, I, we don't we we hear a little bit on the news, but yeah, I don't know what to believe and what not to believe. But it kind of blew me away that Washington was having almost as big of a scare at the beginning as New York was, but then it really. Wasn't we not- were,
3: we were the first ones we had we over in the uh, Kirkland side of, of uh, Lake, Wa- other side of Lake Washington next to Bellevue. Yeah. It hit an old folks home and it, it took out like, you know, 15, 20 people, boom. So we were the big red dot yeah, in the, the United States. The original, we knew about it because sure. people died right away. Right. Um, and it got mishandled. So it got spread. Um, so we became the first epicenter, I guess you'd call it.
0: So how, what did they do to control it? Just the, I mean, it just stayed within those. Oh, dude, they
3: were, they were sending, they had all these poor old folks in the, in the home and, and, uh, you know, they were responded to by firefighters and all kinds of people came in and they weren't all doing the right stuff right away. Sure. So then they went back and it spread from there. And then all of a sudden it was, you know, oh, okay. Full PPE, full on this. Nobody gets, goes in to visit mom anymore, period. It's over. Yeah. Um, so they locked them down. You know, that's that's what it's been. It's been a kind of a voluntary lockdown, but they, they do threaten you. They say that they can't arrest you. And then the sheriff says, oh, no, you know, I'm a Republican. We're not arresting you. We're not. This is not, you know, prison. So but people cooperated in the beginning. No yeah. question about it. It made a lot of sense. Lock it down, man. We don't know what this is you know whether you hate trump or not
0: and you know i i am a trump fan i don't give a shit who knows it but whether you are or not he did shut down the country on the 24th of january which was earlier than anybody else you know and that's i can't even imagine yeah
3: dave you know honestly he should just not speak ad lib in front of the of uh people
0: well neither should, should we just
3: should. <laughs> you know <laughs> that's why you and i'll never be president you you're, you're- you're getting paid. Not a lot probably, but you're getting paid to speak in front of all of us had lib,
0: Dave. Sure, sure. exactly, right? Yeah. yeah. No one
3: wants to see a Briscoe prepared statement. Well maybe. <laughs> maybe. There's a few maybe. people. <laughs> yeah, that's, it does. it has potential both ways, I guess. Um but you know, there's some policies there, like the the trade war that I you know, I'm behind the pain that we were feeling. Yeah. And let's see how this thing comes out. Right. Um but other than that, you know, I you know, I don't understand how we could have Uh, this level of people as president of our country, I'm kind of embarrassed, but you know, um, well, personality contest, I guess.
0: Sure. Sure. Exactly. You know, Jeannie, my wife had this, uh, she read this article and she says, let's say you go out of town and you come home and you've been gone for six weeks. You know, maybe you went to Alaska, (laughs) you went on a cruise, whatever you did and you come back and yeah, it's something you'd do. You come back and your house is infested with raccoons. And you're like, oh, shit, how am I going to get these out? Well, it just so happens your guy down the street three years ago had a raccoon problem. And you go, oh, geez, Jim had a raccoon. Let me find out how we dealt with it. And you call Jim and he goes, oh, yeah, well, there's this guy, Bob, that is the best raccoon guy in the world. He's a little rough around the edges. He talks a little bit too much. But if you want your raccoons gone, this is the guy. And you know, I mean, at the end of the day, the government is the the movement of money between the people that that live in the in the country to supply schools and hospitals, and to, it's to take the money and disperse the money. It's a money guy. That's all. It, that's all it is. It's all the leader of our country, our leader of our government is. Get
3: and, back to Bob. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so that's it. I mean, he's the right guy. I think he's the right guy for the job.
3: Do you know how he did it?
0: How Bob did it? How he got rid of the raccoons? He's got his own special formula that he will not sell out because then everybody else would do it. So Bob just doesn't give away secrets. He probably does it with a Twitter account and talks too much.
3: I I was in this uh, special camp over on McNeil Island years ago. And we we were playing with fire trucks. We're a fire department, right? Yeah. So who do you call to get rid of the raccoons? Well, call the fire department. (laughs) So <laughs> like I went up there once. I was like a sergeant or something, and I went up there once and crawled in there with my jacket on. But that was about it jacket, fire pants, and I cornered a raccoon. Oh, that was the last time I went up there. <laughs> yeah, they're nasty. York. But let me tell you, we got all these new young kids that came onto the fire crew, and that, and that was the first thing we did. We, we, full PP, you want your face mask, you want it all on there, and you don't come out without the raccoons, <laughs> And Dude, if we had phones and videos back then, we would have a podcast.
0: Oh, that's hysterical. How many of did any of them get one?
3: Oh, no, it was bloody. It was bloody warfare. They were ripped <laughs> to shreds. It, it was so hysterical. You cannot. They are mean, mean, mean. And, uh. And their and nails, fast. their fingernails are like.
0: Four inches long, they're ridiculous. Yeah.
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. We had this one kid named Andy. He did. He did finally get one. It was a little one, but he got it.
0: Oh wow! Give him credit. Had a boy Andy. Had a boy Andy. Where's yeah. your Where's your applause? There, that's for Andy. <laughs> You're yeah. not
3: really in a podcast, Dave.
0: Uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. You're on it. <laughs> You're, lying, You're right. lying to me, Dave. You're live right You're now. I love when people oh. call me randomly. Now, Parks was supposed to come on today. <laughs> Parks was okay. actually supposed to come on, and he's uh, way. You, so you're going to be so proud of little PB. He has been playing guitar. Uh, you know, he's got to go through his next phase, right? I mean, he was Parks Bonifay. He was the the Wayne Gretzky. No, I, of, I,
3: I I see him, but I see the bayou, the porch. You know, I see the guitar. Yeah. Oh, you've I seen see him playing see and stuff on the front porch. Yeah, sure. yeah. Well, it's in my mind. It's uh, in my oh, mind. oh. He's
0: all in. So he's written probably 15 to 20 songs now. And he's actually been, um, he's got a country, uh, 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 I'm escaping my mind right now, but he's got a country star that he met and of course parks, you know, runs into all these people and he took him up to Nashville and recorded a few of his songs And Oh my God, they're phenomenal. Like he's got all the editing and the drums and the, you know, the whole band backing and backup vocals. And it's amazing. So he's going to come on and play a couple songs, but I think he's about to release and he's going to, uh, I think that's his next Avenue. He's going from uh, pro wakeboard extraordinaire to uh, music guy.
3: Wow, good, awesome, yeah, yeah, awesome. I'm
0: proud of him. He's yeah, still a long
3: lucky way. Lucky Low sent me a friend request the other day. Did he? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Wow. I haven't seen Lucky for a while. Oh,
0: you got to jump onto that. We had, Lucky came on for two podcasts, and he was hysterical.
3: Oh, I list I listened in. You betcha. Yeah, yeah.
0: He's a yeah. good one. And he then hey, so up. you know about Chad got a new job. He starts, he was supposed to start Monday, but they pushed it back because of the coronavirus. Did you hear about that?
3: Oh yeah. I'm I'm pretty proud. Yeah, he's, uh, my he's, my niece You're cultivating. He's
0: harvesting. cultivating. Cultivating earths yeah. greatnesses.
2: <laughs> we are essential. It was funny. I was watching a uh, commercial the other night. I think it was last night actually. And it was just like, I want to thank you to all the essential workers risking your lives out there. I was just landing, but I was like, you're welcome.
3: (laughs) You know, that's, it's true. Uh, It's kind of amazing here. We got, you know, Walmart's open, uh, Lowe's and Home Depot are open, uh, restaurants take out only. And then I'm like, Hey, all the weed shops are open. Isn't that funny? How does that work? Yeah. How does that work? You know, they're in there selling pipes and all that stuff's great. Good business. Yeah. But I guess there is pain relief involved in it. I'm going to let you boys go.
0: Good talking to you, Matt. Thanks for coming on, brother.
3: Right on. Talk to you Talk later. Talk to you soon, care, bud. Chad, Mikey. See you later, man. See ya. See you, boys.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. So just so that's the second time that's happened. That's great. Is we get this random phone call, and th- th- you know he's probably right though. They're going to stop calling me yeah,
1: I'm yeah. A, if, I, if I call Briscoe, if they're they call him, don't call at two thirty in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah. That's a horrible yeah. time. That's a horrible to call time. Call Dave Briscoe. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. So that again is Matt Conley, who he came on the podcast really early when we started. Uh, one of the legends in the industry. Uh, he gave me my first sign uh, signing to be a pro. And brought me on the team, uh, Team Connolly at the time, and then of course it went on to be Icon. And uh, I always love when he calls. He's he's it will always be a legend to me. So uh, yeah. you want to do a quick break?
1: Yeah, let's do a break. All right. He doesn't know shit about water sports, but he found a way to fit in. It's time for the break with Mike Lee. Uh, all right. Well, first thing right out of the uh, out of the shoot, I saw this headline and I immediately started laughing. Uh, Speedy Gonzalez arrested for stealing checks in Georgia. the the cartoon character Uh, apparently so it says on saturday in georgia police arrested a man named speedy gonzalez For stealing checks out of someone's mailbox, Uh, Gonzalez used the checks to buy $3,000 worth of merchandise, which he later returned for cash. No word on whether Yosemite Sam was an accomplice.
0: There's no Uh, way it could (laughs) have been the true
1: Speedy Gonzalez. Of course not. It was some idiot whose parents named him Speedy Gonzalez.
0: Yeah, but that's not why it couldn't have been the real one. What do you mean? If it was a real one, he never would have got caught. He would have never got caught. (laughs) (laughs) they never would have caught him. You, Chad, do you even know who Speedy Gonzalez is? <laughs> no, so you don't know. No, it's before no. The his Rudy time. Tunes, dude, what year on. was Speedy Gonzalez? So I was
2: the, born in '96. So cut me some slack. The so the oh, original Warner the,
0: the Saturday Morning Routine. Great- Are you pulling it? Up? <laughs> I had so yeah, I had a little bit of
1: audio here. Go ahead,
0: do a little Speedy. Yes, sir. I mean, no, sir. I won't touch it.
1: Hold on, I'm looking for him. He's around here somewhere still daffy I don't see nothing. there he is oh, yeah there's something fishy going on here well i gotta leave now uh so
3: long speedy i'll see you around okay muchachos he's gone everybody go to work
1: we gotta get ready for the party right. <laughs> wow yeah so stereotypical it's, it's like so awful. stereotypical
0: yeah. we could get away with that back in the 70s yeah. when i was growing up the cartoons saturday morning were amazing uh, you had you had the lineup. You had Bugs Bunny. Usually came on first, like ten o'clock. Well, That's, they
1: were all Looney Tunes. They're all Looney Tunes. So it was all, all the Looney Tunes hour. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you would get Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, Porky Pig, Speedy and Gonzalez, all of those guys. Those right. were all Saturday morning. It was usually like the Looney the Tunes Road hour. Runner and yeah, the Road Runner, yeah. Co- Wile E. Coyote, yeah. and you never knew what sketches. What was going to come on? Yeah. yeah, It was always different. And all yeah. the same voice. They were all. A lot of them were done by one guy. Mel. And I uh, oh, Mel. Oh. It's
0: Mel. What's uh, oh. his name? Not Mel Brooks. Oh, Mel, uh... Mel. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Here.
1: Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. I know. I know it's, the name. It's, it's Mel. Is it Mel? It's Mel Herbert Sherbert. Mel Blanc. Mel Mel Blanc. There you go. Blanc. Mel there Blanc. Blanc. Look at you, yeah. you smarty pants. Yeah. You wicked smart. You remember Mel? Wicked smart.
0: Yeah, he did. Uh, he did all Bugs Bunny's voice, Elmer Fudd, Daffy Duck, uh, Porky Pig. Um, he did quite, a, quite a few of them. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, they were classic. And it was so funny because I remember there was a Simpsons episode where they were talking. The Simpsons were getting shit because they were too violent. And they did a sketch of the Simpsons actually doing acts that Bugs Bunny and the road, like dropping an anvil on your head oh, yeah, yeah, from yeah. off yeah. a cliff and <laughs> splitting somebody in half. And then, they, yeah. you know.
1: And then what was the one that they used to do? The Tiny Tunes, maybe? Um, which where was the had, kids. What, yeah. I is, remember the Tiny Tunes yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And that's where they had Pinky in the Brain, wasn't it? Oh, go- I think it was. What yeah. are we gonna do today, Brain? Yeah, yeah that yeah. thing. Yeah, the same thing we do every day, Pinky. Try to take over the yeah. world. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those were the best, Dan. Those were all the best. Uh, okay, with uh, COVID nineteen in place, there's a big question out there: Will we ever shake hands again? Reuters, uh, Reuters magazine is uh, wondering whether people ever get back to shaking hands after every uh, after the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, every time you touch a surface, you may be picking up. To fifty percent of the organisms on that surface, says one doctor, people's hands can carry diseases like E. coli and respiratory infections, and often traces of feces on them. Here's what I got: feces. I, yeah, <laughs> if you stop shaking hands, not the pizza, feet like not feces, feces, <laughs> which both are are kind of shit. They, uh, they both yeah. taste like shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay go ahead. i got a problem
0: with that you know what if you stop shaking hands you are going to die from the coronavirus because like george carlin said you've lost your immune system which means you've lost your friggin' mind keep shaking you know what i miss my friends and i the girls kiss the guys every time we say hello the guys give each other a hug and the girls and guys give each other a
1: kiss yeah that's weird that's the way it is. I don't like the kissing thing. Well, I, I mean, I don't mind. If, it I don't mind. It petrifies if. me. If we're not going to shake hands, the <laughs> kisses are fucking long gone. <laughs> yeah. The kisses are, Kisses have been out for a long time. Uh, I think anyway, because uh, yeah. how old are you now? Why? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to determine I'm exactly born... what our age difference is. I can't remember. 10 years. About 10 years or so. Years yeah. Or so. <laughs> yeah. So I think your generation still, you are pretty much a generation in front of me. Yeah. Uh, uh, and I would say that, uh, I would say that your generation is the last one. So I, nobody you, in like I you have good friends wife or something doesn't give you a kiss nobody in my age range that are around my age a few really? years give or take uh does that that i know of now Mm-mm. hell no we'd probably get arrested for it yeah and that's the other thing it's just odd it's just odd i don't know the kissing is too personal for me i don't mind I mean, a handshake i guess i don't, I don't, get, don't mind a hug in, in
0: europe it's way more when i, I spent know, all yeah. that you know i spent years in europe competing and it's always the kiss to, you know double kiss and
1: it's also extremely fake whenever they do the uh the not real kiss where they go lean on each side and go, Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Oh my God. Well, that's makes, the rich one. That's like, the rich one. But like yeah. in
0: Italy, you make contact. On the, the lips, uh, the cheeks usually. Okay, yeah, cheeks. But a lot of lips, yeah.
1: Yeah, no. And do you kiss back?
0: Is it like two people kissing each other on the cheek? Yeah, one kisses both on the cheek, then the other kisses both on the cheek. You look like mating off. You know, that's and then, no good. What? Then no. the tops, what? Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> the that's the weird, that's the weird <laughs> part of it. Uh, but I I think the how she- do you think the baby boom generation <laughs> happened?
1: <laughs> Everybody was just going around greeting each other with yeah. a with a kiss and a poke. Um, <laughs> I feel like. I feel like the handshake thing is not going to go away for good. No, it can't go away. No, I don't. I feel like hate it. fist bumps. I, I'm not a big fan of the fist bump. I really super hate the uh, elbow. I feel like if we were going to greet each other in any awkward kind of way, we should all do the kid and play dance, uh, where we all have to do the backwards weird ankles and foot tap, and then that's how you say hi to each other. That's <laughs> that's. The I guess it's better than sniffing that. each other's ass. <laughs> yeah, don't do that either. Huh. Uh, what do you? How about you, Chad?
0: Are you, are you, I think you guys, you guys are still. Uh, Shaking hands.
1: Yeah, it hasn't really stopped me. And and it's it's definitely a more professional way to like if you go to a job interview, right? You shake hands with the guy interviewing you or right. a girl. I did. I mean, yeah. the interview. Oh, that what I happened did, at your interview? Yeah, the inter-
2: yeah. The interview I did go to. She said we're not shaking hands right now. There was no fist bump.
1: There was no <laughs> nothing <laughs> right. like that. Yeah, so, sorry, we're just not. Yeah, doing we just yet. said hi.
2: But all my close friends were still high
0: fiving each other and
2: right. shaking yeah. hands
1: and. And I agree that uh, you do have to have some way to build up your immune system. you got to have an immune
0: system. Yeah. that's it, very, very
1: important. Is it's just like well, it, it, we are members of the hand sanitizer generation. Like yeah. We're living in the hand sanitizer generation. Everybody
0: should Google why we have skin. What is skin yeah. for?
1: Yeah. It's to
0: protect you from virus. That's what your yeah. skin's there
1: for. Right. Yeah. But what happens is you take it and you put it on the end of your fingertips and then you pick your nose and now it's in your uh, mucous membranes, yep. and then that's how. And you then get your body sick. fights it off, right. And then you don't Absolutely. get that sickness it's again. It's just like uh, the kids today that, that live on their iPads and their phones, yeah. that don't go outside and play in the dirt. And they're gonna be more prone to sickness in the future. Period. Uh, that's just the way it works. Yeah. That's the way an immune system works. Ge- Did you ever works. hear
0: the George Carlin one? He says,
1: "We swam in the Hudson River <laughs> that was
0: completely <laughs> polluted with human waste. <laughs> yeah, we got in there just to cool off." <laughs> And we never got sick. I love, I love George Carlin. He was the best.
1: So I know you guys best. are watching this. Uh, what is it called again? The uh, the, uh, the show uh, about uh, Michael Jordan? The Last Dance. The Last, the Last, Last Dance. Dance. Yeah. Uh, apparently, one of Dennis Rodman's rival, former rivals, Kendall Gill, took him out to the New York Strip Club the night before the Bulls had to play the Nets. Gill asked a dancer to let him know what time Rodman left, and she told him he didn't walk out the door until 5 a.m., the day of the game. Gil thought Rodman would be worthless. Instead, Rodman grabbed twenty rebounds and ran like a racehorse. No kidding. Yeah. After being out at a strip club till five a.m. Right, there
2: was boy. a segment in the show where he pulled MJ and the coach aside, and he says, "This is middle of the season." He said, "I need a vacation. I'm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to Vegas." Yeah. Are and he's like, and the coach is like, what? He's like, no, I'm going to Vegas. And he's like, all right. The coach worked it out. The coach gave him 48 hours. You got to go to Vegas. You got to come back in 48 hours. <laughs> Rodman says, all right. He goes. Three weeks later, they don't hear anything from him. Didn't Michael Jordan have to go and like, yeah, Michael Jordan? I think he was in a room. I think uh, Rodman was in a room with Carmen Electra at the time they were together. And MJ walked in and he's like, What the hell are you doing? We got to go back to practice. Right. right, They had Carmen Electra interview in the show and she said she just walked out of the room because things started getting awkward. (laughs) Which one, which
0: episode are you into?
2: Uh, I think this was, I think, on three. I'm all the way up to four. Okay, oh, but I so think I, this was in three. I watched one and
0: two last night, and I gotta tell you, I forgot how amazing of an athlete he was. He was, yeah, a, he was a different breed. Wait, are we talking about Jordan or Jordan, Rodman? Jordan? Oh, okay. Because you know, I've talked about it on the podcast before too. Is to be a pro? I mean, all you really have to do is beat humans to get on that pro level. Well, Michael Jordan was—he was beating all the pros and whatever they were doing. He was working harder, and you see it in the first episode, first and second. And you know, Chad was saying that uh, I think it was the second episode. He said he walked into the locker room in 1984, right? I think it was Uh, late uh, late 80s. It was Late, late 80s. He first he first signed with them in '84. Because yeah, Pippen, it was whatever
1: season he was there. Because he yeah. said that it was right away, like he walked in. It was his out, rookie yeah. year, but I think yeah. it was late
0: '80s. '84, positive, positive. So he, you look it up. You're a stats guy. So he walked in and he said, "Yeah, there was coke on one table, and there was weed on the other side of the room. All the weed smokers." He said, "I just turned around. He says I wasn't into that then. You know, I was. Right. I was training then, but now. No, yeah, he, <laughs> said he, drank, he said he drank. He said it because it's funny. He goes because he says I I didn't do that, and he says at that time I didn't drink, and and then you see next to his table, I think." Yeah. There's a, a, <laughs> a little, glass of scotch little, yeah. sitting there. <laughs> Some whiskey. <or laughs> and his eyes are pretty red. <laughs> but what an athlete. My God. And then yeah, Scotty Pippen. Amazing. Poor Scotty Pippen. He got the but it was his own fault. He signed too long of a contract. And um he signed like a nine year contract for eighteen million. And that's everything went through the roof then after that. And uh but yeah, it's a good episode. If you get if, if you're if you're into sports and into the climb and remember the eighties uh, it, it's a good one. And the reason that they called it the last dance was because the coach, uh, it was the last, the last Phil. season they were together. Yeah, yeah. The GM Jerry Krause was pretty fucked. Honestly. Yeah. I
2: saw three things. He wanted to get rid of Phil Jackson,
0: which was crazy. I mean, he I've didn't wa- want to yeah.
2: pay Scotty Pippen and he didn't want to sign Dennis Rodman. Wow. So I don't know how this guy was still able to be the GM during their six championships. <laughs> right. But he is the one that kind of split it all up. Right. And this is, the documentary is on that last season when they won their sixth gotcha. championship. And they all split yeah, up He had told that.
0: the coach, Phil, what was Phil's last name? Phil, Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson. He had told Phil that this was his last year. So they had won five titles. And this was, they were going for the sixth. And they said, this is your last year. Well, every preseason he would always have a book a playbook mm-hmm. and it would change year to year to year and he'd have a name for it so the name was the last dance
1: uh-huh. for the last year
2: that's how yeah. that's how jordan went to baseball for the first time or for the only time because he told the team he said i'm not coming back if you guys don't have phil jackson back oh wow so yeah. that's when jordan left yeah. holy crap it's
0: a good documentary because it bounces Back and forth. like it, It'll it show some stuff from the 90s. It'll show some current stuff. And then it'll bounce all the way back to uh, when Jordan was in high school. And most of the second episode is on Scottie Pippen. They yeah. spend a lot of time on Pippen. I haven't got to the third and That's fourth. That's why
2: I like it. Because they're spending a lot of time on Pippen and Rodman, too.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I just remember watching that as a kid growing up, going, oh, my God, these guys are giants. They were superheroes. Yeah. They're amazing. Oh, yeah, they were great. It was a really good It's style. funny, because everybody
0: used to call me the Dennis Rodman of wakeboarding
1: uh-huh and why because you were kind of flamboyant and they weren't sure if you were straight no <laughs> no because <no. laughs> i was crazy oh, okay gotcha uh let me ask you a quick question this will be the last story in the break but uh when things do go back to normal and sports come back and they're allowed to have live events again uh will you guys rush right out and go to the first game
0: well we're gonna get back on the ice i tell you that right now chad and i yeah. have been taking off the ice personally because of this whole damn thing. We're in the middle of our hockey season. And um, I don't know what Chad kind of said the other day, which I'm thinking could be cool, is we might not have, if the season does start back up. Yeah, we might
2: not have a break. They might have the rest of the NHL and NBA season during the summer. And
1: then... Well, I saw a report that the NFL season could start as late as October 15th. I don't like that. I know. I know. <laughs> I, when I like saw that. I saw a report saying that they might do that.
0: But if it started then would they run it longer? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think right. it would so run longer. If th- they, they so.
2: pick up the NHL season, they might just run it through the whole summer. And then it starts back in October. There might not be a break. It might just start right back in Which the next season. Which would be
1: season.
0: awesome. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Woo,
1: everybody. <laughs> yeah. I, I a
0: little bit of optimism. I don't know who could handle it, though. I mean, because that would I turn can handle it. Well, it would turn an eighty-game season. Hockey season's already pretty long, but now the break there'd be no break. I mean, so it would turn
1: into a. Well, they're in their break right now. Yeah. I like well, it. let me ask you. Let me tell you why I asked you that because the new survey says that only four in ten Americans say that they'll attend a sporting event, con- a sporting event, a concert, or an amusement park before virus before a coronavirus vaccine is developed. So that means that uh, let roughly me tell you something: the vaccine's never going to be developed. No, it'll be developed. It's just not, like there's a flu a vaccine. virus.
0: Doesn't there's a flu vaccine? It's not a
1: vaccine. They give you a flu shot. Oh, well, they give it's you whatever it is to fight it but anyway the point yeah. is is that a lot of people are saying wait and if there's not a vaccine for it then we're not, no, we're good. not doing t- it I'll, I'll good. tell you so, what
2: there's a concert so, in, the, in Ohio in September that I'm going to I don't care what <laughs> well, <laughs> don't and care that might what. be true if that concert is still taking right. place if it's, if because it's going I'm there
1: according to this this article a panel of doctors are saying that they think uh, a vaccine may be at least a year away and that there will be no sporting events with fans for uh, the entire year of 2020 I think people are morons if you, if you look that, that's the way i feel that's way
0: exactly the way i feel if you look at the listen yes there have been a lot of people that have died from the coronavirus but nobody looks at the people that have survived the coronavirus yeah the number of people that have got it and survived is 10 times i, I we gotta look up the actual number but it, it's 10 to 15 times the amount of people that have died, that from, have it. died from it i mean yeah sure so i'm You know what? I get nervous every time I get on my motorcycle, especially with all the friggin' kids texting on their phones. Yeah. I think I've got a better chance of dying from that than the coronavirus. And I'm not going to stop living my life.
1: Well, I totally agree, but you do have to look at you have to look at a lot of things. One is that we don't know exactly how far it's really spread because there hasn't been enough testing. Sure, um, there could be people walking around. Any, any one of us sitting in this room right now could have already had it, not known it, and have spread it to other people. Maybe and Buster have never started kno- this when Buster we had his, have. When, it, when his butt got cut out. When his butt got messed up, and I was digging around in his butthole, digging turds that out. That could have been the whole. That could beginning. have been the, the whole thing. Patient zero, Buster the dog, but <laughs> but but so we don't. Know no, but I did see a report that says also because we don't know the mortality rate right now, they're counting is around three, three and a half percent. Right. Maybe a little bit more. Um, but because we don't know how many people have actually had it and don't have symptoms or had it, got over it on their own, never even saw a doctor, um, that that mortality rate would actually reduce because of that. You see what I'm saying? Sure. So if they only have 100 known qu- uh, cases and three and a half, three and a half people died. I don't know how a half person dies, but 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 you see what I'm saying? The mortality rate is three and a half percent. But if they're saying, well, there could be 500 cases out there. Now, all of a sudden, that number drops down to like half a percent. Sure. And this is in the
0: the most uh, uh, wealthy information highway that the planet's ever seen. Yeah. And there's been plenty of other things that have almost wiped the human race out that this isn't even close to. So,
1: yeah, I hear you on that. I just yeah. don't know. I I personally don't think I'm going to be going to any large events I'm or happy. Large gatherings. Oh, I'm happy.
2: They're selling tickets. Yeah. I'm going. I am so
0: um,
1: happy that this is going to minimize the people out yeah. in the
0: crowds. Yeah.
1: And yeah. And I yeah, I don't I think that I'm, for a while. I'm not saying I'm not going yeah. to go to the bar, go to the restaurant and have a drink or whatever. Um, get dinner, whatever. But uh, if it's a giant gathering, I'll probably back out for a little while until you get until you learn more. Because the other thing is, you go out, and start going to all these events, and then all of a sudden there's a giant spike in cases, and you might be one of them because you're yeah. like, ah, I'm glad it's a smaller crowd. I'm gonna go out there and then,
0: <coughs> you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if if my age, you know, so I I'm fifty three, about to turn 53, 52, But I'm still healthy and I'm in good shape. I'm skiing, blah, blah, blah. I have a strong immune system. I I, probably from my age around there, probably 60, I guess if you're in shape down, I'm sure there's a lot of people that have had it. I might have had it. Yeah, sure. And didn't even know know it. And didn't even know it. Absolutely. I mean, I had a bit of a sniffle this winter, you know, that was no more than a cold that I get every winter from getting on an airplane. Right. And, you know, it lasted two, three days and and it was gone. And my niece had it. My nie- I just found out yesterday that my niece had the coronavirus. Who did? Uh, Liza. My, oh, si- okay. my sister Paula's daughter. Not the daughter. niece that I'm
1: dating. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah, that one. Yeah. You know, the one that's just on the other side of that wall right yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, you know, I had no idea, but she recovered. She's fine.
0: Yeah. she did. Uh, it was an- another one of those things that it went through her so quick because yeah. she's 20. I don't know. She's young. Yeah. She's th- maybe, maybe she's 30. Liza.
1: Well, there you have um,
0: it. So, yeah. There you have it. That's the break. Well, I appreciate you guys. It was a fun episode. We didn't expect Matt Connolly to call. So uh, we were going to get into um, some of the uh, water sports. Everybody's getting back on the water right now. And I was going to kind of go through uh, some techniques that you can start doing while you're on the water to make your wakeboarding more fun and other things. But as I always say, when you get on the water, don't just get on a wakeboard or on a surfboard. Try everything. Get on a disc. Get on a pair of skis. Hell, duct tape a couple pieces of 2x6s to your feet and go out and give it a rip and just have fun because that's what it's all about. Uh, Chad, you got anything to leave with? Uh,
2: Everybody go to Patreon, two bucks a month. Just go on Patreon, search The Outside Edge.
0: Or it's patreon.com forward slash The Outside Edge. The Outside Edge. edge. Yep, and we're going to keep putting content up there. We got a bunch of videos. Chad put a couple disc videos
1: up there, and those are fun and uh, Mike Lee what do you got to add hey check me out on Facebook Mike Lee Comedian and of course on Instagram at Mike on the radio and see you next time thanks
0: everybody keep liking us keep uh, favoring us and send us a couple write ups appreciate you and love you talk to you next time on the Outside Edge